Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I am your host, Coach Bonnie, and it is Tuesday, which means I'm going to be coming in hot with some tough love. And so if you're not ready for tough love, um, actually, let me give my full disclaimer. I wrote it out this morning because I was just so lit up. I was so on fire about today's message. I couldn't wait to finish my walk and get back here and deliver it to you guys. Uh, We're going to be talking about your potential versus your power and how those are two totally different things. We're going to be talking about how to be less reactive with your emotions and and where you go when it's adversity and and this is and that. So real quick, if you have no aspirations for the future, right? Like if you're very comfortable at your job that you're miserable at, not making enough money and and you're not you don't have the freedom and the flexibility to be able to take off when you need to when you're sick or when you need to handle your family or or let me go in another direction, right? If you're happy in your body, right? Your body that is not fit, your body that gives you pain every day when you walk around, your body that feels heavy and sluggish and that you're ashamed to look at in the mirror and that when you're trying to have sex with your significant other, when you're trying to go out with friends and family or wear a sports bra to the gym or wear a bathing suit, you don't like what you fucking see, but you're not willing to do anything about it. You have no aspirations to make improvements. Do not listen to this live. If you are someone who is in a situation that is less than desirable that you complain about all of the time and yet have no desire to do anything about it you're waiting for some external force to come magically grab you up and lift you out of your situation because you're not willing to do the work that it takes to become the person that you say that you want to be don't fucking listen to this episode because i'm going the fuck in today okay Now that I got that out, I feel really good and I feel like I'm in a good place. I feel like I'm talking to winners. I feel like I'm talking to people who are dead ass. Good morning, Mackenzie. I'm talking to people who are serious about the changes that they want to make. And so the title of today on Instagram, it says, learn to say fuck your feelings. But I think when I post the podcast, it's going to say something like your feelings are fucking up your future. I'm not sure which either one is going to wake you guys up the most, which either one is going to hit a chord and make you go, ouch, Bonds, like I wasn't ready. Whichever one, y'all can drop in the comments which one resonates with you more learning to say fuck your feelings or how your feelings are fucking up your future i just want to see which one hits okay so we're going to talk about your potential now all of us have um uh, unlimited potential in my in my eyes because i believe in god i believe in the universe source energy i believe that the very same power that spoke life into the very first man i believe that the same power that told the you know the red sea to part or if you're not biblical but you still believe in god and the universe and all that great stuff okay the very same power that keeps the ocean from just crashing over us every single day like it did during Ian down in South Florida, the very same power that makes the earth shift and makes volcanoes happen and put the stars in the sky and has black holes, that same power is accessible and readily available to every single one of us every single day. We have unlimited potential that we have not tapped into. We have unlimited power that we refuse to tap into. And we're not, and and what happens more often than not is it is 
it's hard to access. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, oh, all you have to do is open your eyes and pray and then you have power. Or, oh my God, you just wake up one day and be like, God, I want to be powerful. Our universe, uh, grant me my abundance. It doesn't work like that. And I'm going to get into the specifics of why some of you feel like you are not operating out of your full potential. Some of you don't feel like you have untapped potential and why you have been stuck repeating the same sad ass cycles over and over. Before I do though, I want to say that the people that you surround yourself with play a huge role. And so some of you might say, well, Bonnie, I'm a stay at home mom. It's just me and my kids. Exactly. Like they don't know what's going on. So like you're the smartest person in the room every day. And if you're the smartest person in the room, that means you're not getting smarter. So am I knocking on stay at home moms? No, I'm saying that you need to get into a circle. You need to get into a community of high, uh, high value, high status, highly motivated women. And I'm not just talking about the women that get together in the MLNs and start gassing each other up because they're so hyped to make money only to find out that a few of them are not or going to be the ones that make the money because it's an MLM. I'm not, those are very useful. If you're in one, great, get the knowledge, but then go to a real one that is invested in who you actually become, not just how much money you put in their pockets. Okay, so um, no matter who this is, let's say that you are at a job and that's where I was and I was waiting tables. All of my friends that weren't in college and knew where they were going, um, mostly people my age in their 30s who had either already tried college and did not go into their major or their career field with their major I, brain went crazy. So they decided to stay serving that that creates a spirit of I'm not. I, I, I haven't tapped into my potential. I don't have unlimited power. Um, I went to school and busted my ass for something and this is what it got. So we're just gonna sit here and complain and make money and complain. Okay, so me staying in that circle, a lot of my friends that watch these videos that knew me when I was a waitress are like, who the fuck is that girl? Or wow, she finally got out of that stage where she couldn't evolve, right? And so when you keep yourself in a box around people that aren't growing, right? I'm not saying they're bad people, but when you keep yourself surrounded by people that aren't growing, you don't grow. And if you don't grow, I'm sorry, you don't just get to stay stagnant, but you die. Every day that you're not growing and that you're not evolving, you are becoming less of who you are meant to be, okay? So that's my first note on that. I went way on a tangent, but if you're looking to grow, you have to have people around you that are also growing, okay? All right, so moving forward, what I want to talk about especially with my ladies, is our emotions and our reactivity to our emotions. One of the things that I have noticed is that women's, women, the, the biggest thing that they say they struggle with is consistency and motivation. And I'm like, okay, well, the thing with consistency is that you're confusing consistency with perfection. No one's telling you to show up every single day. Perfect. Today, I woke up late again and did not have time to go to the gym. Did I stomp around and cry and feel sorry for myself? No, I got the fuck up. I took a 20 minute walk. I did what I could do. I'm keeping my gym clothes on because at some point I'm probably going to be able to get to the gym today. Boom. That's me being consistent. And even if I don't work out today, I'm going to work out tomorrow. Boom. That's me being consistent. Consistent doesn't equal perfection. So let's get that lie out the window. Boom. Next one that women say that they struggle with is motivation. And I've talked deeply yesterday about motivation and why we lack a sense of motivation. It has a lot to do with the fact that it's not connected to something bigger than us. It's not connected to a purpose. It's not connected to something that is actually pulling us towards our goals, right? We're, we're trying to push ourselves. You think motivation means push and the best motivation is intrinsic, which means it comes from within and no one has to push you to do a damn thing. You are just naturally motivated to do it. So find your passion, find your purpose, and you won't have to be searching for motivation every damn day, right? Okay, next. But the biggest roadblock for women besides those two things, consistency and motivation. And again, this can be for men as well. I just happen to work uh, specifically with women and some men here and there. Anywho, ladies, 
one of our biggest roadblocks is our feelings, is our emotions. And so if you've listened to me before, you know that I am hell bent on the balance of masculine and feminine energy. I'm very much in my masculine right now because I'm coming at you very aggressively, very authoritatively, but also full of so much love and compassion for you. And I know that you listening to your soft, sweet, feminine messages, as soothing as it is for our souls, you know, I am wonderful. I am gracious. I am abundant. And yes, I listen to stuff like that. It doesn't mean anything if you're not getting your ass up and trying to match these words that you're speaking over yourself. And the reason why you struggle to be consistent or the reason why you struggle to have the motivation to get up and do the actions that match with the words that you say in the morning when you do your affirmations is because of your feelings. And so going back, I'm a, I'm a proud proponent of balancing your masculine and your feminine energy. I believe in that wholeheartedly. But I also know that our feelings... You know, men have told us that our emotions are our weakness. I don't think they're our weakness. I think they are an area of opportunity. Whenever I'm giving critique at Toastmasters on speeches or whenever I'm talking to a coaching client, one-on-one coaching, and we start the call off with what's going well, what are we doing well? The next thing I say is, what are your areas of opportunity? Because I don't want them to think, oh, well, this is where I didn't do well, so I fucked up. No, this is an area of opportunity, my love, okay? Add that to your vocabulary, ladies. So an area of opportunity for us is to learn to take our emotions and learn to not be so fucking reactive with them, learn how to process them. But I want to touch on that whole processing thing too, because there's far too many of us who are so committed to processing our emotions, but not committed to processing our excuses. Hello. Like we're so committed to, well, this happened today. And because the internet says I need to be in touch with myself and you do, I need to process this. And because I need to process this, this means I cannot do anything. I can't work out. I'd have to process. I can't work today. I have to process. And I'm like, this is why less than 2% of women are in the, in the, in the, which one is it? It's one of the stats with business owners. It's like less than 2% of women either make it to six figures consistently in their business or less than 2% of women. It's something, but it's a very low number. And it's not because we are not smart as or we're not capable of. Any woman who's uh, managed a restaurant or managed a family or done the, the amazing wonders of multitasking that women can do, you know it's not for our lack of intelligence or capability. It's because of our lack of ability to control our emotions. And unfortunately, this world is created by a bunch of the humans of the opposite sex who have done a very not so fine job of controlling their emotions and it has turned into toxicity, but because they are the, you know, more dominant physically and, and um, they're not like us. Like we don't have to use our emotions to control people. God gave us this amazing superpower gift of nurturing and, and, and our emotions. And, and we can speak words to men that can hypnotize them and people. We can come in such a beautiful, soft essence that people want to, to, to give us stuff and help us. But the problem is, is that when we are too much in one of our, in our toxic femininity, we talk about toxic masculinity all the time, but we're too much in our toxic femininity, which looks like you just laying in your emotions and just soaking it up. You're not actually processing anything. You're just reliving them because sometimes those emotions get addictive, especially if you grew up in pain and trauma, you are used to feeling sad. You are used to feeling in your feelings. So when feelings come, you don't know, nobody gave you the resources. I was telling a client yesterday on a coaching call, I was given, like, I could hear the silence in her voice, like the things I was saying, she'd never heard it said like this before. And I was explaining to her, I was like, everyone doesn't have resources. 
This is why a lot of us are fucked up. It's not, you know, because we're bad people. We all don't grow up with the same resources. And I was talking specifically to her about comfort eating. I was like, comfort eating is, and an adult is a sign of lack of resources. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, when you are a child and you cry and you are filled with emotions, what did your parents do? If you're in the store and they can't, you know, discipline you without being judged, they give you what? They give you some food so you be quiet. And if this happens often enough, you cry, they give you food. They cry, they give you food. You're at home, here, here, I'm cooking, the baby's crying, here, give him food. Here, the baby's crying, give him pacifier. You have learned to pacify yourself through oral fixations. You've learned to pacify yourself through eating. That's why you don't understand why you don't even really want to eat, but you do because it is something that has been passed on to you. It is something that is deeply rooted in your subconscious that this is how I cope with feelings. And so when I say that everyone doesn't have the resources, what I mean is that as affluent families grow, well, one, they probably don't pacify their children with food all the damn time. But as people who have access to resources, they grow and they raise their children, they teach them stress management, they take them to therapy, they teach them how to think and process their emotions. And if a family is growing up under financial strains or stress or just crisis, which a lot of us are, we don't have access to those resources. So as adults, what ends up happening is our coping mechanisms look a lot like the same way they did as a toddler. So sometimes I'll call out my clients and I'm like, I love you and I believe in you, but you've got the emotional intelligence and capabilities of a toddler. And they're like, what? I'm like, when you get mad, the only thing you know how to do is put food in your mouth. Baby girl, you're a grown woman. I think that when you're stressed, you need to find something to relieve the stress. I think that when you're sad, you need to find something that soothes you, not soothes your taste buds. That's what I meant by lack of resources. And so when it gets to women and our emotions, we have had a... A lifetime of no resources to teach us how to channel all of this powerful, God-given, divinely inspired emotion. That is our superpower. You'll hear me say this all the time that I believe that women were like Jean Grey from the X-Men, okay? Bad bitch, powerful as fuck. But if she doesn't get her emotions in order, she'll ruin the world. And you see this all the time and, and women who keep... Uh, men away, good men away from their kids because she's hurt. Women who go and key up cars and, and just do crazy stuff because she's hurt, right? Okay. Men do crazy stuff too, but I'm talking to my ladies right now. That shows a lack of resources. You haven't learned how to process your emotions properly. You've only learned how to react to your emotions, right? We have so much potential, ladies. That emotion, that strong emotion that you feel that you wish that you could just get rid of because you're like, why am I so weak? Why am I so soft? Why am I so emotional? That is not a weakness. I was also telling my client yesterday, I'm like, let's do some shadow work. Let's look at the things that you think that are bad about you. They're actually great. We just need to reframe them. And she couldn't get past this idea of I feel selfish when I want to put my health first because then I don't have time for my boyfriend and then I don't have time for friends. And my brain just like short circuited. because I'm like, let's let's reframe this. Let's look at all the good things that come from you being selfish about your health. And she couldn't. So I was like, let me let me let me put you on to some game. Me being selfish about my health, not going out with friends, saying no to people's birthday parties not showing up to events that I know that I'm just not going to behave at or that I just don't that don't flow with my lifestyle do you know what me being selfish has brought me it has helped me build a company and it has helped me employ seven other women 
It has helped me transform the lives of everybody who's watching me and comes along for the ride. It has helped my family members be like, oh snap, maybe she's actually making some sense. I'm changing lives and I'm making a ripple effect impact because I'm being selfish. So I want you, this is a little brief little uh, one-on-one shadow work. The things that you think are terrible about you have some amazing potential. If you can lean in and stop judging yourself for one moment and look at what the present is and in, in, in that, 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 that trait that you have, the gift and that thing that you're trying to get off of you because you don't think it's great. It does serve you for a reason, probably just not all of the time. And your strong emotions can serve a purpose. Yesterday and today and anytime I hear certain songs or hear memories, I well up with tears and I get emotional because my mentor and one of my best friends are moving. Ew, there it is, guys. I'm sad again. See, I'm an, I'm an emotional woman. Like, I'm tough, but I'll cry in the drop of a dime, right? That was something that I wanted to break for years. I hated the fact that I cried so easily and I couldn't hold back my tears and I would call myself weak and, and I can't wait till I'm strong like so-and-so and all these things. And, and then what, it hit me yesterday. I was like, this overwhelming emotion that I'm feeling in my solar plexus, it's, 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 it's pain because I told myself it was pain. I'm sad. But this energy can't be, if you guys know about physics, energy can't be created. It can only be transmuted. So if this energy of sadness is boiling up in my stomach like this, I could do a few things. You know, let's be creative. Let's think of what you do when you're sad. Think about it. When you get sad, what's the first thing you do with all that energy? Do you use it for productivity or do you use it for fuckery? I don't know when this happened, but at some point, I want to say 2010 probably, when I like devoted my life to Christ for the 30th time. <laughs> And I quit drinking for a little bit in my 20s because I was um, I became a nun in my 20s and got ordained as a minister. I'm only laughing because it was just it was so cute what I would do. I wasn't going to drink anymore. Not because I didn't think not because I couldn't handle my alcohol, but because the church I went to said that leaders don't drink. And I'm a woman of my word. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to drink. So I decided that instead of doing things like drinking or smoking, when I get upset, we're going to deal with the issue first. We're going to use all that frustration, that energy that, to do something productive. So going back to the emotions that I'm feeling when I think of my friends leaving, I could be sad, which is not going to do anything. I'm just going to waste that emotion for nothing. And instead, I felt that motion in my stomach and I was like, I'm going to make them so freaking proud of me. They're moving to New York and the next time they come back to Orlando, they're going to come back and be like, holy fuck, Bonnie, what have you done? I used all that energy from me being sad about you leaving to uh, boss the fuck up and use that energy to run this business like a motherfucking boss that I am. Let's fucking go right and in that moment I went from still a little sad about losing my friends but now I'm pumped like that same energy has now just changed to being sad to let's fucking go right you have the power to do that there's so much potential within you but you don't know that you didn't have the resources so now I'm giving you this resource of take the pain or take whatever hyper um hyper-experienced emotion that you have and transmute it for something good. That's why workouts where you're mad are so effective because you've got all this energy and so you're all of a sudden lifting a little stronger or you're all of a sudden running a little faster or you're all of a sudden running a little bit longer. That is the, the potential of energy and you have it in you. You are one big ball of energy, but some of us don't utilize our energy well. Some of us don't utilize our emotions well. Instead of taking our emotions like I just explained and using them for good, we take our emotions instead and we just keep them balled up, right? Or we eat them, we stuff them down. You feel that ball of emotion like I just described in your belly and you don't know what to do with it. So you just stuff it down with food or you stuff it down with alcohol or you stuff it down with TV. 
or you react in a way that has you doing something that you regret. Ladies, the biggest thing holding you back is not your consistency or your motivation. It is your inability to harness the power of your raw emotions. Okay. Sometimes, um, in running this business, um, I can't believe I'm in year three. I was counting. I was like 2000. I, I, well, I started coaching. Like I started taking clients in like 2018, but I, I didn't make the business a business till 2020. And then a month later, COVID happened. And I was like, wow, right in the nick of time. But three years into this business and it, there are some days where it's the most exhilarating thing, right? Well, I'll get off a phone call with a client. I'm just like, wow, like, I like I'm just blown away because I know how much that that call like shifted their perspective or just listening to their progress over the weeks as their mindset is shifting and they're evolving into the woman that they want to be. And I'm just like, wow, there are days where I just stop and I just break down in tears because like I said, I'm a crybaby and I'm like, I get to help women become the woman they want to be. I get to coach my coaches and my team into being even more of a badass than they ever thought they could be. I get to be the woman that I needed 10 years ago. Wow, like I'm just insanely grateful and it's so exhilarating. I'm like, wow, thank you God for choosing me. Thank you for believing in me, wow. And then there's other days where I want to bang my head into this table until I am unconscious, right? There are days where I really don't want to do any of this. Right. There's days I don't want to post. There are people that when they're like, wow, I had no idea you were going through it this rough this summer. Why? Because I keep showing up. There are people that are like, wow, I would have never known that you were, you know, going through some of the ups and downs in your business because you stay consistent. Yeah, you're motherfucking right. I stay consistent because I understand that when my eyes fixated on something bigger, on my true passion, on my true goal, on my true purpose, I understand that there's going to be hiccups in the road right? I understand that every day I'm not going to wake up so eager to run my business. Some days I'm going to look at the clock and be like, fuck man, when I waited tables, I didn't have to wake up till 10 a.m. There are days when I don't feel like doing it, but the thing that gets me back on track every single time is, is the purpose, is the connection to the purpose. But also here's something that some of you ladies need to hear. Your thoughts are not the truth. I will always say this. Your thoughts are not the truth. They're simply something that has come across your mind and you get to entertain it or you get to reject it. Think of your brain like the algorithm you are looking at lots of posts every single day does that mean that you agree with every single one of them fuck no they're just there but you're taking it in and the longer you stay on a post the more the algorithm learns oh she likes shit like this show her more stuff so if you stay on it too long they know you're reading it or at the very least you are engaged if you like it then they're like oh cool she likes it and she actually read it oh she saved it oh she shared it she likes more of this send her more and that's how your thoughts are so some of you have no restraints on the thoughts that are in your head. You have this crazy idea that everything that comes into your head is real. I'm fat. No, girl, stop. I'm ugly. And you just let them in, right? So imagine you're going through a feed. I want you to think of your brain as, a, as an Instagram or Facebook feed. And every time you hear a thought, you have the choice. You have the choice to stay on that thought and stare at it and take it in and let it, let it now take root within your soul. And, and if you think about it too long or too often, it becomes a belief. However, if when these thoughts come up, you can, you get to do this thing where you just like on the, on the social media webs, you just scroll and it's gone and you never see it again. And, and another one may come in. That's just like it just to see, maybe she'll like this one. And you're like, fuck no. And it's gone. 
This, ladies, is how you can protect your emotions because I know that I get triggered from things on the internet. I know that I get triggered from text messages, from emails from people. I know that I can be a raging bitch who doesn't have the best control over her emotions. So what I do, when I see things that I'm not able to deal with, I keep scrolling or thoughts or messages or text messages or things. And I'm like, as an adult, I need to face that situation. But I know that right now in this moment at nine to 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, when I'm focused on my work and then client fulfillment, it's probably not the best time for me to read an email about someone being upset from something that has nothing to do with my business. So rather than make my time on my podcast or rather than make my time with my clients less desirable because my emotions are all over the fucking place and I know they are, uh, let's get to that when we can. I used to have, I used to, when I used to work, I would have my phone on the floor with me all the time and I would go from happy to just like, just a, an emotional wreck. And people are like, what happened? And it's cause I was reading text messages from outside of the job, you know, family, friends, whatever. And I was letting that affect me in there. Ladies, sometimes you need to learn how to put the stop on what you take in. You wanna know why you're so emotional? Because you let every single thing in. You watch, and I'm not talking about these lives, please watch these lives, but like you listen to everything. You watch every reality TV show. You listen to every single influencer. You listen to all, you're listening and yet you're never learning. You're listening to people and yet you're never writing down and receiving. You're listening, but yet you're never taking time to just be quiet and be still with yourself and process your own thoughts or you process them for too long. Which one is your issue, right? We're never in between. It's like a, it's either or. But guys, you don't have to take in everything all of the time. This is why you're so, it's hard to manage your emotions. When you are constantly taking in information, I had to call one of my clients out the other day. I was doing a live for a challenge. Was I doing a challenge? No, the hurricane came and I still had power. I still, I didn't flood. I'm on the second floor. Like I was extremely blessed and I felt, I was like, I, I don't know. I'm going to do a workout. I'll do a live workout for people that... I don't know, whatever. So I did it and she's she was saying something like, oh, I wish I could join in with you right now. And I was like, come back and watch the replay and whatever. And I was like, why can't you join? And she's like, cause I'm puking. And I was like, girl, why are you on the internet watching my live while you're puking? This is what I'm talking about, ladies. Like we will self-sacrifice to the death, but like when it comes to us, we don't know how to put ourselves first. And I had to tell her like, that's a, that's a no-no. Get off of social media so much. You don't need all of this. There are a few people that I follow. I have been actively unfollowing so many accounts on social media, not because I'm mad at anybody, but because it's just too much information that is conflicting and that is overwhelming my nervous system and making me go into crazy mode. Am I good enough? Am I doing this right? Is this right? Is this? No, I I found a few trusted people who I believe in and I'm in alignment with them and that's who I listen to. And then I have my friends that I'm not in alignment with. But all this just like, it's, it's, it's an emotional overload. I'm going to get back to my notes now, guys. I got super sidetracked. So the last thing that I was talking about was how some days in this business, it's very terrible, but I show up anyways because my eyes are focused on the prize. When you have something that is pulling you, that you are connected to enough and your eyes are on the prize, you won't, you'll be able to, to, to snap your emotions back in and be like, yes, I know I'm sad, but I also said I committed to myself that I was going to do this, so we're going to do this, Right? I'm not saying kill yourself and do things even when you're depressed or, or having a very, very, really like rough day. But I'm just saying in general, like when you wake up and you're tired, oh, I don't want to work out because I'm tired. Cool. You're going to be tired all the time. Oh, I don't want to work out today because like, or I don't feel like if you're a business owner, I don't feel like messaging people and reaching out because people always reject me. Well, cool. Then go work for someone else so that you can get paid to not build your own business. You get to make a choice. 
You're either going to let your emotions be the driver of your success or you're going to let your emotions be the thing that drives you into, um, if you're a business owner, your poverty, and if you're someone working on your health, your obesity and your lack of health. Which one will it be? Because your emotions are always going to be there. And just like your thoughts, your emotions are not real. Your emotions are, well, they are real, but they're not permanent. I literally was about to cry two seconds ago on this live and now I'm back like loud and in my masculine energy. Feelings come and go. And some of us are more committed to our emotions than we are to our, to our goals. I don't know who needs to hear that, but some of you are more committed to your emotions than you are to your goals. And, and this lack of integrity, this lack of commitment to actually push past your emotions and do the things that you say that you're going to do, they are, they, every time that you do that, right? You wonder why you lack consistency? It's because you say that you're going to do something and the second that your emotions pop up, I'm tired, I'm scared. Every time that that happens and you're like, okay, we're not going to do it now. You are just adding like another file into the case of the belief that you have that you don't show up for yourself, right? And now we're going to, we're going to circle back to that belief in yourself and this whole worthy thing. And, and, and I'm going to, I promise I'm going to wrap it up because I've been going nonstop for 30 minutes. My bad guys. I love y'all. Thank y'all for being here. Um, I, I, I just want you guys to know something like during the summer when I was going through the shits, right? The hardest season, like me still showing up when people didn't know that that was happening. I did break down just about every Friday. I would break down and I would cry and I would get my emotions out. And if you watch my stories this entire summer, you would see me out in nature meditating. You would see me out in nature praying every Sunday. I'd wake up earlier than the, the Sunday fun day crew at the, the pool out there brunching it up and beering it up. No problem with them. I just wanted peace. And I would purposely wake up um, at 6 a.m. on a Sunday and go out to the pool, get my headphones, get a Bible, get a journal, get some cards, and just stay out there for hours, just soaking up whatever wisdom I could get, whatever knowledge I could get, just really connecting with God and figuring out what am I missing or just connecting to get the strength to persevere because there were weeks that I knew in my spirit, this season is not over. It is far from over, girl. But I kept going out there and getting my cup filled so that I could make it through another week of knowing that my business was not going to grow, that in fact it was going to continue to decline as inflation ruse, ruse, rose, and, and, and just, just fill my cup every week so that I could keep going, right? I would spend hours praying, meditating, journaling, visualizing, reorganizing, getting crystal clear about what it is that I wanted to create so that moving forward, my actions would actually line up with who the fuck I said I was going to do and not just say things to sound cute or to make a fucking cute vision board post and, and, and lie to myself about it. And on the, 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 the subject of vision boards, I love you ladies and you know I love vision boards. January, I'm doing a, a vision board course. It's three days. I do this. I'm going to do this every year now. Uh, shameless plug. All right, we're back to this. But here's the thing. You can, you can make all all the beautiful fucking vision boards that you want. You can do all the scripting journaling that you want. I'm abundant. I, you can scream, I'm healthy to the fucking cows come home. But if you sit on your ass and you don't take the necessary actions because you don't feel like it or because you're scared or because it's hard, then you need to get really fucking comfortable where you are because this is where you're going to end up. This is where you will remain. Most people after 30, their dreams are dead. Whatever they said they were going to do that they didn't accomplish, it doesn't happen. And so if you're going to be one of these women that's just going to do the, the light work of I'm going to meditate, I'm going to journal, and I'm going to be in my free flowing spirit, but I'm not going to put any action behind any of these words. This is why there's a cognitive dissonance. This is why people say affirmations don't work because you get up and you say I'm healthy and then you go sit on your ass. You get up, you say, I'm abundant and yet you don't manage your finances well. You get up and you say you're abundant, but when the money doesn't come in and the amounts that you thought it would come in, hello, Bonnie, and you're not grateful for it and it starts drying up and you wonder where it went, it's because this abundance that you're speaking of has to be married to gratitude. And when you're lacking the gratitude to go with the abundance, you don't get to keep both. You're going to lose that abundance until you learn to be grateful for what you have. 
And the same thing is true for the health, right? This is why people, statistics guys, I worked in a gym, okay? 80% of people that have weight loss transformations gain it back. Hello, I'm one of them. I was a coach that lost weight and I gained it back because I, I got comfortable. I was like, ah, I did the stuff. I lift weights now. I can eat. I can go back to drinking beer and eating pizza and eating however I want because I lift weights. I got a little ungrateful. I, I, I didn't, I didn't start to appreciate the hard work and it was taken from me. And then I had to remember what I went through to get it. And now I'll never forget. Now I will never, ever forget. And some of you need to go through that experience where you get what you wanted and see what the hard work was so that you never forget and lose it. Sorry. And lose it so that you never forget that you have to maintain it. That manifesting and that being in your feminine energy and all this stuff that is rising up and I'm here for it, it does not come without doing some back work. That's why I did the shadow work course for you ladies because I know a lot of people have trouble manifesting and reaching their goals and I, like I will say it to the cows come home, if you have trouble uh, moving into the next stage of your life, I call that resistance and I believe that resistance comes from two places. It's either your highest self saying, bitch, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's why you don't have the drive or the pull to do it or it's your lowest self or your shadow or your inner child, a piece of you that is not healed yet that you need to go back and reconcile and figure out where the resistance is. And so some of us are just not taking that time to deal with where the resistance is coming from and we're wondering why we won't get it. We want a vision board, we want a script, we want to meditate, but we don't want to go within and face the dark sides of us that are actually holding us back from what we want most. That lazy side of us, that that entitled side of us, that little girl in us that doesn't want to do anything, that just wants to watch soap operas or whatever we do, just, just wants to watch fun, happy shows and laugh up with our girls all day, kiki, haha. That's how you get broke. And that's how you get overweight. Girl, there are things that you could be doing. You could be changing the fucking world. You could be changing someone's life. You could be making an impact. You could be doing so many things. And this is why I get on here because I know that there are so many people that have those passions deep within them and they don't feel like they have the motivation to get it. And it's not the motivation. It's your inability to tell your emotions, calm the fuck down. We have work to do. Okay. I'm going to end with this. The reason why we don't have what we want, a lot of us, is because we don't feel worthy of what we want. And the reason why you don't feel worthy of what you want is because you know damn good and well that you're not living up to, nor do you have any desire to live up to the individual that you say you wanna be. For the last few weeks, every time I go live, every time I talk to my coaches, every time I talk to my team, anyone, I'm like, who do you wanna be? What does that woman look like? I don't want you to give me a very stale, um, two-dimensional character. Uh, She, you know, just like, no, I want you to get real. What is she like? Does she wake up early? Does she sleep in? Does she make excuses? Does she not make excuses? Is she consistent? Is she free-flowing? Is she a boss? Is she timid? Is she confident? Is she cowardly? Does she dominate the room? Or does she radiate the room? What is she like? Because the more that you can get a crystal clear image of what she is, like, the more you'll be able to, you're giving your brain something to work with. It's like, ah, that's what we want. Okay, because for the last 20 years, you've been showing me something completely different. If this is what you want, then just say so. And, and, and I'll do it because your body will do whatever your brain tells it to. But we don't realize that. Going back to the opening of this podcast, you all have unlimited power and unlimited potential. But because you're not surrounded around people who activated that, activate that and you, you don't know. You don't know what you're capable of. So guys, if you take anything from this message about your emotions, it's that you need to be less committed to your emotions and more committed to your actual goals. We're more committed to seeking validation about our emotions than we are about seeking accountability. 
And I think that's where a lot of people mess up. We, do, we come on the internet and we want to drop our stories, not so that we can be held accountable. Like, oh, you're going through another financial struggle? Sis, have you sat down to do your budget? Oh, you're back on another detox? Sis, when are you just going to change the way that you eat for good so you don't have to detox? We don't come on for accountability. No, we come on for validation. Guys, I can't lose this weight. Oh, you're right. It must be in your genetics. Oh, guys, I'm struggling again. Oh, my God, this government. Oh, it's not your government, guys. I mean, they're pretty fucked up, but I need you to understand that if you choose to believe that the government or some external force is more powerful than you, then you've already lost the game. If you choose to believe that some ex believe that some external force has more power than your ability to be co-creator and co-author in your life and change the course of your life with your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, and your words, if you truly believe that, then you've already lost. Instead of seeking sympathy for your problems, I want you to start seeking sustainability because you wouldn't need sympathy for these issues that you keep running into that are making you an emotional mess if you sought out accountability and if you sought out something that is going to be sustainable. We get emotional when we get disappointed. We get disappointed when we keep doing things that are unsustainable, like trying to hit the ground running really, really hard and run ourselves into the ground and then wonder why we don't have the energy to make it through. So then we throw a pity party and then we're sad and then boom, our emotions won. Why don't you take a step back for a moment? Why don't you take a look in the mirror for a moment? Yeah, take a look in the mirror. And when you look at this woman, I don't want you to beat her up, but I want you to come face to face with the person that's actually ruining your life. It's not your boss. It's not the government. It's not your ex-husband. It's not your kids. It's you. It is you refusing to step into the full potential that you were created to have. That's all you. Because there are people that have had some of the worst circumstances. Okay, I have friends, I have a friend that was 700 pounds and she's now, I think, 300 pounds and she lost 400 on her own and she is an online life coach. I have friends who are, I know people that have no legs and they go to the gym every day. So when I hear people come to me with excuses, I'm like, you do realize that you are your own worst enemy because you are hearing this bullshit and you are believing it because excuses sound best to the ones that make them. So ladies... I really, I don't even know what else to say. Like, I think I just poured out everything that was on my heart, everything that was in my notes. I really just want the best for you. I really want you to understand that everything that you see is an obstacle, is an opportunity. That everything that you see is a setback, is a setup. And that when you are able to finally come to terms with the facts that your thoughts are not truth and that your emotions are not the infallible word, right? Your emotions get to be fleeting. Your emotions get to be energy that you use and you transmute for good. When you can start to do that, that is when you'll step into your power. That is when you won't be relying on motivation every day. That's when you won't be crying about not being consistent because you've learned to take your emotions and transmute them into energy to fuel the work that you want to do. Guys, that's it for today. Thank you so very much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope that you got some value from this. If you love this podcast, please do me a favor, drop a review. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, screenshot this and post it to your story and tag me at Coach Bonds. That helps me out so much. It helps grow the podcast. If you know someone that needs to hear this episode, like, whoa, like send it to her, but also send her a little paragraph and let her know why she needs to hear it. Otherwise, she's not gonna listen to it. People send me about a thousand TikToks, videos, podcasts today. If you don't tell me why I need to stop my day and listen to it, I'm not going to. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're in day two of our Halloween hottie challenge. And I remember this one lady signed up and she was so hyped for it. And she's like, oh, it's just a fitness challenge. I don't want to join it. And I was like, girl, you don't know me, do you? I'm like, 
Bonnie Patterson here, CEO and founder of Mind and Body. We are not just fitness. We are a holistic life transformation brand. We are the future number one personal development platform for women. People come for weight loss and they stay for life change. So I guess if you didn't want the life change, that's cool, deuces. But ladies, you know what it is. If you wanna be a part of a community where we are supporting you, we are helping you grow mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally, make sure that you join the Boss Up Lifestyle Group. That is where our free four-day challenge is happening right now. Signups are closed, but we are starting a full-blown six-week challenge next week. And I would love it if you did not write it off as just some fitness challenge. I literally got off a call with a client yesterday, and this is what she said about her time with me so far. She came to me because she wanted to lose 12 pounds. I looked at the time frame and I let her know that's going to take a lot of work. Are you willing to do it? Um, and when we did her halfway check-in, I was like, hey, so you haven't lost the 12 pounds. Why are you not sad? Tell me about why you're not sad. And she said, I'm not sad about not being skinny because I know that I'm showing up for myself and making better choices every day. And that makes me happy. And that makes me feel better about myself. And as I continue to do this, I know I'll reach my goal weight. She said, I got a lot more mindset than I expected and I'm learning how not to self-abandon while still put myself first. So if you think that joining one of my fitness challenges or my community is just gonna be about eat this and don't eat that, stick around, listen to the podcast for a little bit longer, get to know us, get to know the work that we do, and you'll see that fitness is just one of the many tools that we use to help women step into their highest self. So again, thank you so much for um, tuning in today. We believe in self-mastery. That's mind, body, and soul. I love you guys so much. Have the best day of your entire life. I will see you soon. Peace.